With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Beast Nation Radio. It is Cinco de Mayo, and I am your boy. And alongside of me tonight, I have Mr. Rodriguez. And also the Godfather is here with me tonight in the studio. I just want to tell everyone, I hope you guys had a safe single de Mayo. No drinking and driving and also be safe and enjoy the festivities with your family. And remember, this is a day to celebrate a victory of a fight against the French. And this is going to be an amazing celebration. We're cracking open the mic. We're living love Galoka. And that's how we're doing. Mr. Rodriguez, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing... Mr. Rodriguez. (laughs) Pedro, how are you doing today, sir? Muy bien, muy bien. Oh, I'm just blessed. I'm so glad that you are doing great tonight. I need to get Mr. Rodriguez. Mr. Rodriguez, how are you doing tonight, sir? Your mic is unmuted, Mr. Rodriguez. I think he's over there probably doing a little bit of a macarita. You know how it is. So I heard that you have a piece that's a revolutionary piece. You go ahead and crack that piece on my mic tonight, sir. You want a revolutionary piece? I got a revolutionary piece, sir. This piece is titled La Raza de Revolución. Mm, the studio is yours. Viva la revolución. This is a cry to fight until you have nothing left in your bones. A cry that will pierce hearts and break stones. Viva la raza. Long live the race. And I beg you to take this not just at the value of face. See, these cries apply to all, not just those who base themselves as Chicano. Long live the race of humans hurt and oppressed. Long live the revolución against those who wear our masks and keep us depressed, depressed and desperate, but we don't even realize it because we are locking ourselves in a mental matrix of those who want to convince the majority that we are the minority on shelves. So, viva la revolucion, viva la raza, the battle cry has been sounded. The polls are in and the tally marks have been counted. We are the majority. We make this country run... And don't you dare think that it is over because we as a nation have just begun, yes, the nation, because I am rallying the troops from every creed, every ethnicity to fight not for flag but for humanity. So viva la raza until we are victorious or lay on concrete and bleed. Viva la revolucion because this battle will be won not with words but or bullets but by bodies. So we cut down the wheat with the chaff and risk ourselves. We shall not rise. 
lives till we risk our lives we shall be the ones who die till we stand together for better or worse we shall never bring down the institution until in one voice we shout until as one people we sing viva la raza de revolucion pedro seem hungry and eat i senor muchas gracias oh that was a beautiful piece you did right there. Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that piece? He came with that spicy, spicy habanero sauce with the ghost peppers. <laughs> ghost peppers fit. Definitely. He came in here with that extra special sauce. You know, your great-grandmama meat with the tortillas. You did that was wonderful. Mm. Oh, you welcome, you welcome. You know, it's always home here in the Beast Nation Radio. Mr. Rodriguez. I have a question for you, sir. Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm reporting to you live. Live at Cinco de Mayo, but it's raining right where I'm at. You hear the rain pounding against the wall. I'm outside with damn near no clothes on. <laughs> so that tells me you must have had a couple of margaritas, huh, Mr. Rodriguez? Yes, I did have a few. Maybe one or two. <laughs> well, Mr. Rodriguez, could you... Go ahead and crack this mic with one of those wonderful pieces you bring every time you're in the studio. Oh, I got it. This piece is called I'm I'm tired. Have you ever been tired? Have you been tired to the point of no return when you're just ready to say, fuck the world? When you had these issues and problems with your woman in your relationship to the point where you're like, man, fuck my girl. Just fuck everything. You're ready to say, fuck your job, fuck your house, fuck your cat, fuck your dog, fuck everything in your reality. Have you ever been tired? See, I've been tired. See, I've been pushed to the point of no return, but these valuable lessons I had to live to learn, that's why I have no concern when it comes down to saying, fuck you. Because every time you look at me, you're really saying, fuck me, so I got to say the same thing to you, but I say it verbally. People say, fuck you with their eyes and fuck you with their actions, and they constantly try to put your ass in nothing less but traction, so I have to do some things that break you down into fractions, and they wonder why I, which is me, be about this action, because I'm tired. I'm tired of waking up every single day eating the same damn breakfast and ramen is trying to kill me. And I'm eating a cereal that's made out of box material so I know that y'all don't feel me. See, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of the same old plain Jane with these girls coming out the side of their neck and all out their frame saying, every man that I've ever been with, he ain't shit and all he was good for was for me. Being having him that mouth service when I was sucking his, ooh, shut your mouth. See, I'm tired. 
I'm trying to men judge a woman even though that man, one dick, cannot fit in every vagina across the entire planet. That's why I got to break it down and lay it down just like the Ten Commandments. That's why I tell you to your face, damn it, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of these so-called kings that are really a prince, but they're really a princess, and everything that they say is princess, so the pain that I'm going to cause, like menopause and making sure that in this seat, I'm getting sick and tired of these niggas too. So you know what happens when you get fed up like me? You got a whole day planned out, and the whole day is like, man, fuck you. I'm feeling something like Tupac because all eyes is on me, but I guarantee when it comes down to me, ain't none of y'all can really deal with what I deal with, so how can it be that you can even compare your situation from you to me? You can't. You won't. It will not happen. That's why I constantly be in the mindset to be about action. And you lucky I ain't got enough bullets and this gun to start blasting because I could be the new and true version of that creed of assassins. See, I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of bosses telling their employees anything they want to like they really tough. And when they huff in the public, then you tell them niggas is enough is enough because when you get to their car, all of that superstar and all that hero shit they did when they was in front of all of their people, they hot on and under their comfy couches because they know who the fuck is equal. See, I'm getting tired. Getting tired of the phoniest, larger, and fakeness that I see around folks. I'm getting tired to the point that I don't even smile no more because I ain't taking y'all serious no more because most of y'all is jokes. I'm getting tired of be wanting to scratch me a ticket or give me a lottery and hoping and praying to hit a million dollars and then what do I see on television? I see a 86-year-old in, in Omaha, Nebraska, making that elegant decision, and I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired and fed up. I'm getting tired of everybody wanting to fight me because of my height. So now I'm going to start putting Big Brother to sleep, and that's the shit I do like, like, bang. See, I'm getting tired. Aren't you getting tired? So what do you do like me? Let's take one day out the year so you don't have to even be tired no more. That one day we tell the whole world, that whole day, everything they even had the audacity to say anything against, they fuck you. And then you'll start again next week. Because I'm taking my vacation right now. Because I'm tired. And eat. Lucas, gracias, senor. That was me gusta, me I liked it in my heart. That was wonderful. I love that piece. It was powerful. It held weight. And you just lit up the room with your words and your presentation. just massive. Oh, thank you, Queen. You know, I was just tired. <laughs> That's just crazy. Pedro, what do you think about that piece, sir? <laughs> that was Rocco and Rocco Vesta, which means crazy in the head. That was that was some crazy ink you did. Oh, uh, definitely. But I think he tired. Hmm? I said definitely, definitely, but I think he tired. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Rodriguez, do you happen to know the story behind Cinco de Mayo? 
Bishop, would I happen to know the story about what? <laughs> you happen to know the story of Cinco de Mayo? Oh, no. I'd like to hear the story. Well, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit of the history on Cinco de Mayo. So a lot of people in America believe Cinco de Mayo is the day that Mexico gains independence. The Cinco de Mayo, or the 5th of May, is the remembrance of the Mexican Army's 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Pueblo during the Franxico and Mexican War, 1861-1871. A relative minor holiday in Mexico and the United States, Cinco de Mayo has evolved into a celebration of Mexican culture and heritage, particularly in areas with large Mexican-American populations. Cinco de Mayo's traditions include parades, marachi, music, performances, and street festivals in cities and towns across Mexico and the United States. In 1861, liberal Mexico Beno Corvés became president of the country in a financial ruling, and he was forced to default on all his debts to the European government. In response, France, Britain, and Spain sent naval forces to Veracruz to demand reimbursement. Britain and Spain negotiated with Mexico and withdrew, but France ruled by Napoleon III decided to use the opportunity to carve a dependent empire out of Mexico's territory. Late in 1861, a well-armed French fleet stormed Veracruz, landing a large French force and driving President Gervas and his government into retreat. Certain that success will come swiftly, 6,000 French troops under General Charles set out and attacked Pueblo de Los Angeles, a small town in East Central Mexico, from his new headquarters in North Harvest round up a rag force of 2,000 loyal men, many of the men either indigenous to Mexico or a mix of the ancestry, and sent them to Pueblo. Led by the Texas-born general, the vast outnumbered and poorly supported Mexican, Mexican forced the town and prepared for the French assault. On May 5, 1862, the crew and his army well Position and supported by heavily artillery before the city of Pueblo led an assault from the north. The battle lasted from daybreak to early evening when the French finally retreated and had lost nearly 500 soldiers. Fewer than 100 Mexicans had been killed in the clash. Although not a major strategy win in overall war against the French, this represented a great symbolic victory for the Mexican government and for the resistance movement. Six years later, thanks to part of the military support from political pressure in the United States, which is finally in a position to aid the neighbor after the end of the Civil War, French withdrew the same year the same year as it was installed by the Emperor of Mexico by Napoleon in eighteen sixty four, was captured and executed by the Mexican forces. Pedro de Los Angeles was renamed for General Veracruz, who died of thyroid fever months after his historic trumpet death. That, guys, is the history on 
Now that was some very deep information. I am pleased. I am pleased. I load up my gun now. Real slow. I'm gonna shoot in the air in your honor. I like that information. Definitely, it's a it's a real deep story because you find out you really find out how um, a small army at the time was able to win you know win this fight. You know, maybe they didn't necessarily win the war, but they won this fight. It was a huge victory for them. So it's pretty much the same. Pardon no more. Say yes. Pardon? Mm, yes. But there's ooh, there's another chapter of the story that you left out. It's yeah, my yeah. personal I mean, favorite. I left room for the other part of the story to be told. So go ahead, Tracy. Tell the other part of the story. Cinco de Mayo, like you said, is a minor holiday in Mexico, but a large holiday here. And the reason yep. that it is such a large holiday in America as opposed to in Mexico is because of the Chicano movement of the 60s. And the reason why it is actually confused with the Mexican Independence Day is because during the Chicano movement, which was the movement that the Mexican, the Mexican-Americans used to, you know, celebrate their heritage and start celebrating themselves as Mexican-Americans was to, was that they decided that they were either going to use the Mexican Independence Day, which is actually in September, or Cinco de Mayo. And they chose Cinco de Mayo because they felt that it more accurately portrayed the feeling of the day of the movement, which was respecting Mexican heritage and the power behind it, because Cinco de Mayo was won by the little man, which was a Mexican. Very true, Rachel. Very true. So tell me, what have you done for this Cinco de Mayo to enjoy this holiday of ours? What have you done? Well, let's see. I wrote that poem that you heard earlier. Mm -hmm. And then I had some ramen tacos. Okay. I didn't feel like making margarita, so I went with rum. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. That that right there definitely is wonderful, Pedro, that you bought the other side of the story. No, always have to leave room for you, you know, to tell your thing, do your thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I have a piece. I'm going to go ahead and crack on this mic tonight. Well, I believe you own the mic, so the mic's open yours. King and Queen of Humanity. My king, they said, was strong like an Amazon tree, dark like the bark upon it, feet planted on the surface, shaking him, 
cannon explosion. Shadows cast over a tempting to leak in his name. I came about like a cool evening breeze with sunlight behind me. This man I did not recognize, beaten in war, still stood strong. I tiptoed around him, eyeing up and down before I spoke. King, I am queen, set on a mission to find you, but why do you stand among these giant trees? He didn't speak. I grabbed my knife and called my words into his back, but I hesitated, hearing the butterflies swap around me. My heart began to race. I ran into him, stuck him dead in the eye. He did not embrace me. Queen, why are you running? Butterflies, I screamed, trying to climb up his tree. Shh. And the time your fingers with mine. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mm. Queen, why are you hesitant? Intertwine your fingers with mine. He was my king. And I stood there, wanted to breathe his soulless sin. He broke contact to overview me, broken and bruised. He began to shake the more I did. I tried stepping away. His body then went limp like dead tree limbs. Skin began to. Break. I couldn't see the sunlight. Pain came. Why create something so beautiful and destroy it? My roots are strong. I may shake, but never broke fall. Queen stands alongside of me for the sake of me. Ooh, what you guys think about that piece? Triple B. I don't know who this Triple D guy is, but I'm Pedro. Pedro. And me gusta. Well, Pedro, you know, I am Mia Moore. You know, Mia Moore sometimes mess up. What can I say? <laughs> me gusta. Living la vida loca sometimes mess up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Our flaws are what make us perfect. Oh, for sure. I am perfectly imperfect. <laughs> and you're imperfectly perfect. <laughs> Mr. Rodriguez, what did you yes. think? That was a very, 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 very good piece. You make hey, me stroke my beard like this. Mm. <laughs> and I look at you like this. Mm. Oh. Mr. Rodriguez, not in the studio. Okay, later. <laughs> later, later, later. Oh, man, you guys, I'm so enjoying it today. Yes, Craig Joe, did you say something? Nothing of importance. No, no, go ahead. No. But I would like to say that I find it interesting. This is something that I found interesting for a long time. We call black people African-Americans. Very true. And we say that it's because our heritage is from Africa and we live in America. Okay, fair Mm -hmm. enough. So why don't we call Mexicans Mexicans? Chicano is Mexican-American. We call them Mexican. 
or or Hispanic or Latino. Yep. Or Latino. <clears throat> Shit, we don't even use the word that they actually use to describe themselves, which is Chicano. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't know why. I sat and asked myself why I'm in your days, and I think it's just due to how society, how society depicts things, you know, I had a teacher that actually was born and raised in Africa, and she was white, and she came to America. And, you know, she tried to tell them I'm African-American because I'm from Africa. And they told her, no, she's not black. You're Caucasian. I'm like, but she was actually from Africa, so wouldn't she be considered more African-American than me? Because, you know, I'm not from Africa. So I think it's just so depending on what you look like. Because, like me, I'm Brazilian Creole Native American. And... Creole is French and Haitian or French and African, depending on what part. Um, so when it comes to deciding what your race is, this is very, a very sensitive topic, I think, for some people. And then I think some people just really don't care. I think they're like, well, society's going to see me how they see me, so why I keep, you know, why fight? Why fight? We are the race of revolution. Very true, very true. We are the generation de libertude. Yes, very much so, very much so. So, Pedro, do you have another piece to break on this? I do, I do. But for this piece, I'm going to have to call my brother, El Compadre. Hmm, the godfather. See. And this piece is titled, the Godfather. Mm. The stage is yours. Godfather. A person of importance in an organization or person's life. Father, the male leader and provider in a child's life who sits there through their joy and their strife. See, I am here to bring something to light. I am the God Father, and woe betide those who fuck with my children, those who claim to be fathers and think I won't kill them. Two strikes is all it takes for you to be out. My blade striking you and then you striking the ground. Don't claim the title of father when you haven't shown yourself to be one. When you rape their mother, don't think that this is your kingdom. See, you violated the woman who gave them life. You held her close while the edge of your knife was pressed against her neck, stopping her from breathing too hard. Then you have the nerve to play the, well, I'm the dad card. You're the sperm donor, the designated KOS. Yes, 
KOS, kill on sight, and I leave nothing left. I will smite, bite, rip, and claw until you are broken. Burning pyre is where I desire to leave your body alive and smoking. And when your lungs fill with smoke and oxygen abandons you, your skin bubbles and boils, then you know it was true that you have no claim over the title father in any way, shape, or form. And when I leave your body on display, broken and torn in your own hood, they will know better than to fuck with my God children. Because you are sadly mistaken if you think that the person who does these things, I won't kill them. El Compadre, Team Hungry, Young Beast Nation, and Eat. Wow. Sir, Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that piece? Well, the name and the title of self-explanatory, he did what a father would do. And he told you what it was and how it's going to go down. And you told my kids, I beat your face in. That was a very direct piece. It was a, it was a, a rum shot, no chaser. Wow. Godfather, in yours? See. I have a question. What inspired that piece? Like he said, it was a very direct piece. It was directed at very particular people. Mm. That right there, I have to say, was just amazing. I really am just sitting here amazed at your work because you came with something that was so raw, so uncut, and you just told the truth, and you just smacked them with it like, okay, and I dare you to say something back to me. That was amazing. That was definitely amazing. Well, Godfather, Mr. Rodriguez, we have a caller on the line. What's Pennsylvania? Welcome to Beast Nation Radio. It is Cinco Domayo. Who do I have with me? This is Panther. How are you guys doing? Hello, Panther. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so real that is wonderful. Well, tonight I have Mr. Rodriguez and the Godfather tonight with me. Okay. So what you got going tonight? We're just having an open mic, you know, enjoy the festivities, sit back, have a drink if you're legal enough to do so, eating some tacos and nachos and being burritos and just enjoying the holiday. So Mr. Rodriguez has had one too many to drink, so I have to warn you. <laughs> I have my sangria. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the rum. No cupcakes in the studio tonight. We got rum bottles passing around. You want one, Panther? Sure. I'll take some wine. I don't want nothing really hard tonight. All right, you want me to fix your margarita on the rocks? Uh, just some wine. Some wine in the bed. All right. I think we got some in the floor. 
Hey, wine in the glass. Yes, chip, chip. <laughs> I don't know. You guys sound like you guys is in a nice, smooth mood. I'm sorry that I'm late, though. I'm not. It's always, it's always better late than never. You know, the party is always on You know, as long as you, as long as you come, it's always on time. Oh Lord. I lost track of a whole half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. It just slipped away from me. <laughs> well, Pamela, do you have a piece to bring to the festivities tonight? Yeah, but it's not a, a smooth piece. It's more of a rugged piece. Oh, it's okay. You know, the Godfather just came in here and rugged it up, so it's ready for you. All right. This piece I read on um, our big sister show. I forgot about it, so I'm going to read it as much as I can <laughs> on all the shows. <laughs> it's called Cry For Me. Don't cry for me now. As I abolish your last threat that held on to a mere faulty hinge. After all these years, through all these tears and fears I faced just to hold you solid. Even through your triangular stage, don't you dare fucking cry for me now. Don't you dare stand to this gate that once sought for nothing more than your embrace. I never wanted to hurt you or rip you away from your hoish exceptions. I just wanted you to be who I knew you were. Fuck love. Let's put trust on our chests, for loyalty is the cocoon binded to this flesh-like, a DNA-structured chest. There's always that one person like Usher said, yet I reminisce about a love we had like Mary J. Blige. I always thought it would be like Hey Michelle said, you and I. Now I listen to Prince when doves cry, so don't you dare. Fucking cry for me now. I'm not even a part of that he said, she said type of crowd. I loved you like family ties, diligence. There's nothing more than this. Our chemistry is like the atom bomb sweltering, waiting for that imploding compound. But all I can say is don't you fucking dare cry for me now. I found a heart. Made of fine lines, angered, hush, buried in pride that outshines his smiling face for his features I now trace, and his voice I'll never mistake for we pulled each other out of harm's way, and we aren't even connected, short ribbed to soul yet. We're not even hell bent on that love shit, but our feelings are relevant, for we have now. What took me 19 years to forget in his soul's capture, the last vision of you went. So I'll say it again. Don't you dare cry for me now. You had your fucking chance, and your cheap-ass relevance is meaningless. Black Lion is sink. Panther, seem hungry, and eat. That right there was definitely rugged. And real 
that was a phenomenal piece, my sister. Thank you, sis. I appreciate that. Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that, sir? Well, she's always been a hot tamale. <laughs> she a habanero pepper pepper plus ghost peppers with that extra special, special sauce. <laughs> so I like the way that that went. It filled up my nostrils with something delectable, and I was like, yes, I inhale you, Panther. I inhale <laughs> you, and, and it was good. That's why I rolled her R, like Panther. I got to learn how to do that. <laughs> Y'all could do that. I cannot do it. I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> roll your Thank R? You. Huh? Roll your R's? Yes. I can't do that, and I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can teach you that, sis. I got you. After the show, I can teach you that. I can teach you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my I goodness. I need somebody to teach me. I need to learn how to do If I do that, poetry's done. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely it helps. It's like an emphasizer. When you roll with different letters, people are like, ooh, they can feel it in their toes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're not ready. They're not ready for all that. <laughs> My sister, I want you to stick around with us tonight in the festivities. I would love to hear another piece from you. Sure, I'm there. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Well, to our callers on the line, please click star eight so I know you're in the queue and want to spit a piece because we are having fun living la vida loca. So please click star eight for me if you want to spit a piece. Or we just want to say hello, hola, como esta, whatever that may be. We got East Michigan. Okay. East Michigan. Hello, hello, East Michigan. Who do I have with me? This is AJ. Hello, AJ. And how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing, pretty lady? Um, wonderful. Thank you. Um, Do you have a piece that you would like to share tonight? Um, yeah. I have a, um, I have a breakfast piece, actually. Okay. We'll go ahead and bring that piece to the mic. Okay. This poem is called Deshana. Baby, close your eyes. You can't see me. Baby, touch your skin. till you feel me? Now use your ears. Can you hear my sweet, gentle voice? Now spread them legs. Can you feel me taste you? <laughs> Well, maybe you can't because then bruises left on your face has more than me leaving. Gentle as my touch, where is my kiss put upon your neck? But once, when my hickey wants lasers, the bruises taking its place. Your chest, when my hair used to lay bruises around it like tattoos on a tattoo artist. You call them duty marks. I call them hell. You say no, Auntie Lumber, baby girl, I can't tell. You say we just playing, but so what do you yell? Stop standing in hell when heaven's right in front of you. Those so-called duty marks have left an everlasting print on you. All the ice in the world can heal the inside of you. But listen, Deshana, I'm going to give you some friendly advice. 
Any man who brutally mistreats you can never love you. I'm sorry you cannot face this fact that your bruises are not beauty marks. When your beauty marks, your smile begins. Stop putting up with him. Let him go. So even your soul can be free. Sincerely, an ex-boyfriend that held you as a queen. Thank you. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate and the studio with me. Um, blessing the mic is at peace. Wow. The, the, that switch-up was a hell of a switch-up. And, and that, and that like, turned. It was, like, it was coming through, like, first gear, but then, it was like, he switched to third gear. Then it turned to, like, need for speed. I was like, man, I liked that. That was, like, a wake-up, wake-up. <laughs> Pedro, what do you think about that piece, though? Definitely, definitely. Well, AJ, I hope you stick around with me tonight. We are indulging into the festivities. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get this party back rolling, 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 rolling. We got Mother Wit with us tonight in the studio. Oh, hello. Hello, Dave. Que pasa, amiga? Hello, hello. How are you doing? <laughs> and amigo. <laughs> Mama, you all the calling in to enjoy the festivities. I was just listening. I'm, I'm getting older. And you got me up late. It's 11.44, so I was just chilling, listening to you all. Enjoy yourself. And I said, let me call in and try this new poem on on you that I I put in the contest, but <clears throat> Facebook stole it and then give it back to me to the contest. <laughs> well, I would love to hear that piece from you, Mother. Okay, I don't know. Um, Beast, is it that Beast? Where is he? Hey. He dropped off. Oh no, Beast King is here, but he is Mr. Rodriguez tonight. <laughs> What's wrong with? Oh yes. Him? What's wrong with him? Oh, he's oh no, I'm Rodriguez. here. Mr. Rodriguez okay. is here. Okay. I'm going to say I'm El Compadre. Well, I'm going to tell you, I learned how to speak a little Spanish when I was in Florida. <laughs> I was in Florida, and I was on South Beach, and um, after, I think, what time? I think the bars closed at 2.30, and by 2.30, people weren't finished drinking, and they would be hungry, but they had to hurry up and finish drinking, so... You know, because the bars would be closed, so they would, like, guzzle stuff down. And then it wouldn't be anything, especially during the holidays, like Cinco de Mayo and all these uh, spring break and all that, when everybody would come on South Beach. And then the bar closed. It's like this restaurant's closed, and you guzzle all this alcohol down, and there's nothing to eat. So I used to get out there, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning with my hot dog stand, and I used to go, Pero caliente, rico, delicioso, saboya salsa, saboya salsa. <laughs> And I would stand out there on the beach at 4 o'clock in the morning selling my hot dogs in Spanish and had a good time. So that's how I learned how to speak Spanish because it was necessary to make money. So you had to speak it, but at least speak it well enough to sell your product. So um, I used to party with them and have a good time. So I see 
that you are celebrating Cinco de Mayo, and that's a good thing, and we all should be helping you to celebrate that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, oh. here's... Hmm? Oh, go ahead. I was so loving to hear this piece you have tonight. Oh, okay, yeah. It was um, a contest in Black Poetry Cafe, and the contest was to do the ABCDN, or they, I call it the Alphabetian, mm-hmm. but the one that has like uh, 26 lines, starting with A and ending with X, right? So you have to have every letter of the alphabet. I don't know if anybody else has ever tried it, but um, this is my first attempt at it. So in the name of it, it's called Love and Lunacy. As the universe streams, moonbeam vibrations beyond brave blue skies, dreams are tossed about, clouds linger to infiltrate the threatening calm. Dangerous moons practice divination while waxing or waning, exuding more or less power, affecting evil attitudes of moods. Fondness withers as an underwatered rose, guises itself as sanity, instability, Rolls her childish eyes, how such contempt shown as civility is more than cruel to me. I often wonder why dreams get tossed about near spring. January, February seems to balance a tolerant gloom. February seems to balance a tolerated gloom. Keeps the quiet calm in March until the waxing of the new alluring moon. Lunacy and love lurks in the minds as cosmic scales weigh in gravity pull. March introduced the full moon, preparing for the solar eclipse of April. Now, that adoration has given birth to an to love and its shackles, we praise the love of the shackles. Let's speak of the shackles that comes with the snares of love's traps, promising of forever gagging in throats of unkept dedications, quicksand quickening underfoot, love suffocating, instincts of sanity, realities of love's lunacy, hoping we could bottle up the good times and save them, saving the good times for the bad times, testing the power of the mind, testing love's abilities under new lunar moons, hysterical levels of confusion, universal melodies soothe the carnal mind, bonds together gods and goddesses of love, Venus vibrations penetrating, piercing arrows into zones of overzealous lust, Wanton lust, parading as love, causing mental confusion. Exor, gate of your natural instincts and logic wrestle. Married, now are love and lunacy. Yet for just a taste of desire, a semblance of love from you would complete me. Walking lunatic I am, forever dancing to the edges of this fanatical world. Xylophones, flowing universal drum beats, keeping me dancing cautiously past 
the loopholes in love and lunacy. That was like so rhythmic and smooth. Oh, I always enjoy when you come and bring your pieces to the mic. I absolutely love that piece. I never read it before. Uh, I, I was just like, I was surprised I even did it, you know, because I had to try to find, you know, something to kind of make it congeal together. <laughs> so I'm glad you enjoyed it to make it cohesive. So, wow, it was kind of like really hard. So I'm proud of myself, and now I'm even prouder of myself that somebody likes it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that piece, sir? Mr. Rodriguez? I believe he may be having mic trouble. Mr. Rodriguez, your mic is unmuted. Pedro, what did you think about that piece, sir? Pedro is no longer here. El compadre is back. Hmm, Godfather, what, what did you think about that piece? I liked it. Yes, yeah, definitely. Good. It took a lot of skill and talent. Thank you. Amor. Yes. Please check the middle of the layer for me. I got you, I got you, I got you. Mr. Rodriguez. Could you do me a favor, put me back on mute so I could listen to the computer? Oh, yes, ma'am. I I need to use my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming to the show. Okay, I'm listening still. I just need to um, listen online, so mute me out. All right, thank you. Thank you. I think Mr. Rodriguez is having some trouble. Godfather, we're going to go over here to Southeast Pennsylvania. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Beast Nation Radio. It is Cinco de Mayo. How are you doing tonight? Uh, hello, I'm fine. This is this is Debbie Allen. Hey, it's Debbie. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you tonight? I am living la vida loca. I'm just enjoying the days, enjoying the beautiful holidays. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a piece you yeah. like to share with the audience tonight? Um, I'm not sure. What what kind of pieces are we doing? It's just open mic. Just say it's open mic. It's Cinco. Looking for you like five minutes ago. Where did you go? <laughs> I had to get my voice together because Debbie was coming. I said, it's Debbie, Debbie, Debbie. It's <laughs> Wow. <laughs> He's had just a little margaritas. It's my fault. We were playing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I think I'll do Dear Poetry. All right. The stage is yours. Okay. Dear Poetry, I'm calling, can you hear me? Because everything I think is like a motherfucking theory. I'm asking you to lead me through the fucking trenches. 
If one branch shall fall, the other ones are felt safe catching. Oh, lead me, dear poetry, through the valley of the lost to the waking of your seed. Can you hear me? I am calling you to lead me, dear poetry. I nail at the strength of you, hands gripping the vining of life, and I think. I think I can feel the pulse of water running pure through your veins, tracing my stream of dreams along papers and lines. I speak in prayers garnished by cycle journeys dispelled in whispers holding back the yells, dear poetry. I see towers of grief caves against the waving of your leaves. Tossed into a crumble of sheets against cold bedroom walls, landing in piles of useless stalls, balled up against the floor that seems to fall so sleepily into sleepy words. As I heard every mellow call you sent inscribed that thrived heavy in the branching of your arm, there, poetry. Palm me within the beating rings of your wisdom. My kingdom often loses the scale of rhythm just before the metaphors of heaven reach the pitch of scrolling escape. I'm draped in a veil of weep that has even you willowing with me at times. But I always find you burrowed deep into the soil of pain, somehow allowing the refrain of raindrops to wash away the salted trail of tearing pages. The scribbled rough touches engraving scores of ballads in the sands of my mountaintop, dear poetry, please. Never stop loving the grip of blues that seems to ink reveries in the depths of your bark so I can remember I kneeled here constantly. I was here. I was here in every poem buried in the shadow of your height that shielded me from the light of transgression. So I can continue to breathe their poetry. Every fallen leaf has blessed me with written echoes of life. So even if nothing ever changes, I can continue to write all the wrongs that once plagued me and leave them at your roots, my dear poetry. Dear poetry, I'm calling, can you hear me? Because everything I think is like a motherfucking theory. I'm asking you to lead me through the fucking trenches. If one branch will fall, the other one the self-safe catches. Oh, lead me, dear poetry, through the valley of the lost to the waking of your seed. Dear poetry. And I said this. Miss Debbie, that right there was a beautiful declaration to poetry. Thank you. Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that, sir? Mr. Rodriguez, there you go again over there messing with the margarita machine like you're trying to tell him. Godfather, what did you think of that piece? That was that was some of the smoothest thing I've heard tonight. I am very pleased, very very pleased. Thank you. 
Yes, yes, Miss Debbie. I want you to stick around with us tonight as long as you can, because I would love to get another piece of me. Okay, I'll be here. All right, thank you. Thank you. Mr. Rodriguez. No, nope. He ain't. He's over there in his own la la land. So, Godfather. Yes, I got a special request from a studio audience member for you to redo or what we call a rewind in the poetry game. To rewind the piece you did, Godfather. I'm not going to rewind it. I'm going to remix and extend it. Ooh. Well, 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 studio audience member that requested that, here you go, the one and only Godfather. Thank you. Me and more. Godfather. A person of importance in an organization or person's life. Father, the male's leader and provider in a child's life, who sits there through their joy and through their strife. See, I am here to bring something to light. I am the God Father, and woe beside those who fuck with my children, those who claim to be fathers and think I won't kill them. Two strikes is all it takes for you to be out. My blade striking you, then you striking the motherfucking ground. Don't claim the title of father when you haven't shown yourself to be one. When you rape their mother, don't think this is your kingdom. See, you violated the woman who gave them life. You held her close while the edge of your knife was pressed against her neck, stopping her from breathing too hard. Then you have the nerve to play while I'm the dad card. Well, you're the sperm donor, the designated K-O-S. Yes, K-O-S. Kill on sight, and I will leave nothing left. I will smite, bite, rip, and claw until you're broken. Burning pyre, this is where I desire to leave your... Body alive and smoking as your lungs fill with smoke and oxygen abandons you. Your you will realize that you never had a claim over the title. God, you will never that you never had a claim over the title father in any way, shape, or form. And when I leave your body on display, broken and torn in your own hood, they will know better than to fuck with my God children. Because you are sadly mistaken if you think that the person who does this, I won't kill them. See, I am the God father, and you have awoken my wrath. Fucked with my children in your head, I will smash into the concrete until your blood leaks out. And when you ask what it is that brought this pain about, I will belay the little piece of manhood you have left. I will serve it to you on a sizzling platter and call it a bet. See, you betted that I would not come after your ass. So make sure that you realize this the next time you desire to smash without permission. See, this is a word from the God Father. And eat. All, all I can say is damn. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Godfather. Wow. That you came in hard into the paint. Mr. Rodriguez, what did you think about that, sir? 
Mr. Rodriguez over there messing with the margarita machine. Do I have a studio audience member that would like to comment on the piece? Please, please, please. Sir, what do you think about the piece? I thought the piece was just amazing. Actually, I just thought it was the perfect truth to say. He says things that people think but won't say. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, Father, God, Father, I have to say that came, sound like it came straight from the heart and soul from a place that you've been. And I just want to say thank you because that right there, you told some real truth. That wasn't real shit. That was a warning shot. The next one won't miss. Ooh, yes. That's how you give that right there. Godfather, I want you to go ahead and sit back with me. We have West Tennessee on the line. Hello, hello. Welcome to Beast Nation Radio. You are in the festivities of Cinco de Mayo. I am your Moore. Who do I have with me? Good evening. This is, Good evening. this is Hope P. Hello, um, sir. It is nice to hear from you again. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I'm just chiming in, you know. Um, I caught the invite in the news feed, and uh, I said, well, okay, you know, uh, let me come over here and, and uh, pay my respects and uh, listen to the open mic and listen to what you uh Bring it to the mic tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Do you have a piece you'd like to uh, share with the festivities tonight? Excuse me? I'm sorry. Do you have a piece that you'd like to share with the festivities oh. tonight? Yes. Yes, I sure do. I sure do. I would love to. I would love to. All right. The platform is yours. title of this piece is Men of War. Men of War. Pain of a soldier live. Life of a soul cries. Seeing others die. Who's saved from the grave? Whose name will be praised? What can be given to make a day change into a better day? Love and hate pierce wounds to create heartache. And we live together for God's sake. Our feelings are killing our children, opposing death that doesn't fear them, screaming to God to heal them, lost and blind, crazy out of mind, bullets flying, double lined, soldiers in the field, body line, living above six feet deep, not so much in my sleep, full of dope. Empty by pain, mentally insane, not just a gang, caught up in the rain. Balls are falling while my soul is calling. Save me from this wrath I've seen in the past, how long will it last? Guilt of innocence, I'm the tip of the God's built. Same friend, same enemy, trapped between both of these. Woman of war, she's praying to God, please. POWs are people of wickedness fighting against me and you. Evil killing that you with guns ready to shoot. Death in their eyes, they kill. Then they end up being victimized. You see, we're all men of war. Mm. 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 Mm.
and that's the peace. Sir, that right there was a powerful piece you came here tonight. And I am glad to have the pleasure to hear from you because I haven't heard from you in a while. And that was very well expressed. Wow. And so, DeMeo, thank you. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. And, I, and I'm, <clears throat> excuse me. And I will be back more often. Oh, yes, and, sir. Please come back to Beast Nation Radio. You know, we're all family here. Oh, all family, all family, one love. And um, I'm going to fall back and, like I said, I'm going to kick my socks off. Um, I'm glad uh-huh. to, yes, represent the Epiphany Radio family. So if any are out there, please come on through and bless the mic tonight and to all the callers and poets. Um, oh, yes. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, Thank you. Yes, I'm going to fall back and I'll kick you in the chat room. Bye-bye. All right. Godfather, Mr. Rodriguez, are you guys with me? Yes. Godfather? Yes. Welcome, Padre. Yeah. Hello. Mr. Rodriguez, are you here with me? No, no. He's still over there making drinks for everybody. I appreciate you, Mr. Rodriguez, showing everybody some love. Let's go over here to... Luciano. Hello, hello, Luciano. I am your Moore. And we have the Godfather and Mr. Rodriguez in the studio. We are celebrating Cinco de Mayo and the festivities. Just having a day just to sit back and enjoy our family. How are you doing tonight? Luciano, your mic is unmuted, sir. What's up? What's up? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm kicking it, cooling. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, I know you got something that you came to bring to the festival tonight. I know you got something. No, not really. I was just listening. Luciano. Luciano. Luciano Luciano, this is the godfather. I need a very big favor from you. <laughs> Your favor always is somebody getting killed. So what's up? <laughs> I want you to give me a piece of Luciano and Butch Madness at Ooh. their eight minutes mix. Hold on, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're colliding <laughs> two different worlds real quick. You want a piece on with Luciano and Butch Madness? At their apex anger. Mix. At their oh. apex anger? Yeah. Mixed? Yes. That is wow. stuff right there. That I mean, we can create a bonfire. I mean, if you got the fire, I got the gasoline. We, we can light this up if you want to. I believe but I already, no. I believe I already set the fire. I just want him to throw some gasoline on it. Whoa. Uh, Luciano can't turn down a godfather because that's mobsters' rules. So, I mean, it mm. is what it is. I'm gonna stand behind you, Luciano. I need some protective barrier, so I'm gonna stand behind you for this one. Okay. Um, you all ready? 
Oh yeah, go ahead. This fire is yours. All right. <clears throat> Wake up, crack a bone. It's time to put that suit and that hat on. Back to work again. I'm not the regular old Lucci. See, this is Luciano who's coming to you again. I'll pick up my friend, Butch Madness. Tell him put his chainsaw in the back of the truck because we have another job. Oh, man, this is going to be a sad one. It's a whole family of them. I'm talking to Butch Madness as he's chewing on this bone that I think is a bone, but it's really not. It's another finger. Oh, man, you disgusting son of a... Don't want to make him mad, though. Don't want to make him mad, though. So we're listening to Frank Sinatra as we're sipping on Hennessy, driving out to this other house that this family is supposed to be in. See, I knocked two times and sent Butch Madness through the back here, kicking it, but I told him, wait for that sound. So he's waiting back there. I open up and say, the Godfather has sent me to collect. Now, do you have what I need? Because you know you in debt. He reached for his 44 until his bulldogs go fetch, but... No click, no click, because Butch Madden has been winning there and took the bullets out. So now he yanks up his chainsaw, and I say, wait, not in the house. Put the plastic down, and we're going to show you how we really do this now. Take the child first and dismember that child from limb to limb. Make the parents suffer as he see that child screaming out. Matter of fact, Butch Madden has put the chainsaw down and get a butcher knife. We'll make it go by even slower. Take the young boy and cut his lips off first. Out comes the tongue so he can't make a noise. Then I take the little girl and say, do you have that debt to pay? She says, no, well, your family has to pay now. See, as the bookie and the papa, I have to do my job. I call the godfather up and ask him a single question. How do you want it now? Heads on the platter, so I'm going to sever their heads in one stroke. Well, not me, Butch Madness, for that. So tell Butch Madness, step up to the girl. He steps up to her, takes her hair, roll it around into a curl. Takes her head off from her shoulders and sit it on the bag, wrap it up and say, that's for the godfather. Don't you touch that, you bag. Dad is screaming out. The mother's pleading out. I'm looking at each one of them like, who pockets am I taking out of? Do you have that debt? He said, oh, man, I tried to hold on to the money. It's in the safe. I said, so I went through all this, and you've been had that pay? What's the combination to it? Fifteen, six, and eight. Are you going to let me and my wife escape? See, as the bookie, I normally take the money and let them leave, but since I brought Butch Madness with me, it's really not up to me. Pull him to the side and say, what you want to do? Butch Madness thinking the real verse, uh, just let me chop on one of them, or maybe chop on two. So I send Butch Madness to do what he do, see, now he's going to have a little fun with him. Butch Madness say, which one want to go first? The wife screams out. And let out a loud burst, you stupid-ass husband of mine. Why would you get involved with the Godfather when you know Luciano and Butch Madness are the only two he have in mind to do his grimy work? Butch Madness take that ring finger that's connected to the heart because you know that vein that is in there, so he takes that apart one finger at a time. She's screaming out in pain. He said, damn, just blow my mind. Butch Madness say, nah, nah, I want to have a little fun. Walks up to him with the gun and Let's play roulette with each other. Three bullets in the chamber, he spins it and click. Well, it didn't take him out. Spins it and click, didn't take her out. Spins it and click. Oh, it almost took him out, but it was a 22, so he'll survive. But the bullet will be inside, ripping him up from the inside while he's still alive. I spin the combination code and take the money out that he has, but, oh, he has a little more, so I'll put that on the side. 
Never to take from me. I always bring everything to the Godfather to let him know I'll be in his good favor. So when I need a favor, he'll be quick to pick that phone up and answer me. Come out to Butch Man is like, hurry up, get in the truck, let's go. Make sure you bring those heads with us. He replies in that weird voice that he has, uh, I'm not done yet, boss. I have this woman here that I didn't toss. Well, hurry up and do what you need to do. Let the chain fall off and get the ripping her all up into pieces. Take the husband while he's still breathing and put him in the truck and put him on that I-10 while we bring him back to the Godfather so he can put that judgment upon him. Godfather say, well, you played with me so you know what time it is. Luciano take him in the back and let the Tommy gun hit him up. I tell Butch Manners, thanks for today. You did good enough. Send him by his way. He say, can I take a couple of those fingers with me, bruh? He's sick, son of a... Don't want to make him mad. He's mad enough. Take the husband out back and let the Tommy gun spray and it'll hit him up. This is the story of Butch Madness and Luciano when he teamed up in peace. Why the end? Woo! Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, that is horrorcore at its finest. I don't want to mess with those two gentlemen. I'm going to stay in my lane and sit on my margarita over here. I don't want the business from either one of those gentlemen. Ooh, Godfather, what did you think about that, sir? Godfather. Yes. What did you think about that, sir? You did well, Luciano. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Let me let me open up Mr. Rodriguez. Mr. Rodriguez. Are you hearing me, sir? Mr. Rodriguez, he's over there. I think he's, I think he's over there hanging out with the secretary and stuff. You know how it gets and get those margaritas, start dancing on tables with lampshades on your hair. Never know what's gonna happen. Well, you guys, how do you guys feel about having a quick siesta speed round before we get out of here tonight? I'm calling with that. Let's go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, seniors and senoritas, mommies and poppies, if you can please click star eight so that I know you are in the queue, we can get this quick fiesta on before the police come and say we're supposed to be indoors for curfew. So go ahead and click star eight for me now. I'm just so honored and so glad triple Luciano. And Godfather, to so have you guys with me, ladies and gentlemen, please, please click start eight for me, so I know you're in the queue. Ladies and gentlemen, please click start eight. Yes, sir. Just the middle of the rear. Oh yes, yes, yes. Hey Luciano. Well yeah. I go and wanna well, go and check on Mr. Rodriguez over there, sipping on the margaritas. Can you drop our audience one more piece for us before we start to see round? Okay. I want you to give us a love piece. Gotcha. 
what am I to you? Am I the one that you want to lift up the sky with? Am I the one that you want to hold hands and walk through that park with? What am I to you? Am I the one that you would take your heart out for and put it in my hand while it's still beating? Well, that's a little too gory for me, but this is this love story. See, I seen you float down like a heaven, so you must be heaven-sent. But when I got too close to you and wanted to be intimate, which is you spoke off your lips that I'm celibate, I shook my head like I knew what that meant, but I still made that move, and you said, well, damn, boy, you're too rude. And you chose another dude because he floated down from heaven, so I guess y'all was a match made in heaven. But as I followed y'all home and snuck into y'all room, I think you undressed from that heaven-sent dude that you had, and y'all began to argue and scream out everything that y'all did to each other as if he was a cheater, you was a liar. I'm glad I missed that heaven-sent girl, so I looked at God and said, I'm not your sucker. So I met a girl who was just like me. See, I was a thief, a cheater, and a killer. She was a cheater and a liar. Took her home, so we're perfect in perfection. See, we're perfect because we're perfect for each other, but no one's perfect, and I knew her heart was pure, so it was worth a try. I mean, I grabbed her hands when she was down to cry, and I told her, don't cry because we just make mistakes. See, this love here is intertwined with each other. See, you're my match made in heaven because I'm just as messed up as you are. As I look her in her eyes, I can see that twinkle of a star. And when I kiss on her lips, it's like a sin. Mm, but I love to have it. I'll grab her by her waist and lay her down as we both drift off into this unforgettable place. We will wake up and then replace each other's sins with each other. See, she's my better half. She's my spine. She's the best thing since we made sliced bread, if you know what I mean. And I'll love you like a fat kid loves cake. If that sums up how I feel for you, heart beating, and when you leave, my heart quakes for you. I'll write you love letters until you come back. And when you come back, I'll look you in your eyes and drop a tear and say, please, never do that again. See, we're perfect, but we're imperfect, so that means we're at perfect imperfection. I'll watch you blossom like a rose, mm-hmm. and then I'll water you down. He says, are you for real? I says, I'm for real now. Drop down to one knee and hand out that ring and say, would you marry me? Would you be my husband and I'll be your wife? I mean, would you be my wife and I'll be your husband? So you have my words mixed up now. This is my perfect imperfection. This is how we love now. In peace. Luciano, Senor Papi, that was just so lovely came with that love and just just blow air kisses around and I'm like, ooh, like I loved it. That was just absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Well we got our callers in the queue. West Tennessee, if you like to join us in this extravaganza we are about to have to close out this wonderful show tonight. Let's go check on Mr. Rodriguez he's gonna calm down. Mr. Rodriguez, are you with me, sir? Would you like to do a piece with us? Are you over there? You over there? Okay, you having a good time? All right. We're going to leave Mr. Rodriguez alone over there. So I'm going to mute everybody's mic. So Luciano, Triple D, when y'all say y'all are muted, uh, quick start eight for me so I know y'all are in the queue. And we're going to go ahead and get this started. 
call us, call us, call us. Please click star eight. West Tennessee, East Louisiana. Click star eight. Luciano, I'm waiting on you. I see you, see me, see you. All right, we're going to go ahead and start this speed round. Pennsylvania, you are on it. It is sorrow that borrows soul. I lend mine every time he walks out that door and his hands become shadows. I lose those smiles that I held for the short time his arms held me. Now I'm dealing emotions like record skips tossed in my heart like crapped out chips in a fuck game of poker while listening to the stutters on a chopped and screwed mix. Some messed up shit. I thought Sarah only borrowed a bit. Now I see the lean they say they got on me. Karma caught my circle and everything borrowed became just a debt on me. See, perfection never leaned on me. So I bargained my heart, hoping that love can break the chain. Karma wrapped around my ankle so security couldn't start. But I'm still falling apart. And as soon as hand touches handle on that door from the inside of my high, I know it's time for him to walk out. And I begin my crumble. Because sorrow never told me that in exchange for some happy, there would be a tumble of lonely in his exit. And that kiss he places across my lips and until next time, somehow becomes that figure on my shoulder whispering bloody hell to me about the distance. And I miss him. Knowing that when he comes back, reality will have me shivering in the shower of tears against his leave. Sorrow makes it hard to breathe. And pauses my speech that wants to speak begs to him, baby, please don't go. But I know the future hasn't reached us yet. So impatience finds me at unrest, a ball so drifting, waiting the time for his arms. Once again, to listen to me, deflorescence in peace. Yes, yes. How are the streets? Up or down, whatever part of town, the power of the streets go round and round. The streets has a magnetic force. It may be the rims or the big hat rims. Short skirts from the lady that tricks float. Uh, from the lady that tricks float to the gutter man that digs dirt. Up to the mob figures that makes dirty green clean. It looks good, sounds good, but it's really mean. Good people gone bad, bad people gone sad. The power of the streets don't care about what you got or what you had. The corners are the muscles of the streets. Huh? You have pushes and users exercising their need and greed while the pet 
players at Panhellas get on swole on the other side of the street. Street names has reputation from the traffic. Gun pops to peel, popping the weed, smokes to crack, shopping. Business on the track ain't never stopping. More or less out of the track, the streets don't hide, they just divide. From one street to another, you either have a hater or a real brother. A bad bitch or a real mother. Down the street a little further, make sure you're wearing the same motherfucking color. One turn can lead you to a dead end. It could be your life, because you didn't make that left or that right. Or you just decided to run the goddamn life. The streets are short. Some long, some study long, you study wrong. The streets never sleep, but you can always sleep on the streets. Uh, the streets got game. No two streets play the same. They might lead you in the same direction. Huh? One to freedom, the other to the Department of Correction. You see, there's always a cross at an intersection, a real light, a red light, or a stop sign. Don't get ran over while I'm making my grind. So either you're selling or you're buying, looking or viewing, picking up or delivering. The power of the streets. Don't give a fuck what color you is. That's that piece. I never thought my love for you be so true. But yet you do these fucked up tricks for these tricks and now the dash to complain somebody call you a bitch. And I change bad bitch to a compliment. This nigga's being competent with facing a queen to a bad bitch. She sad quite a women bitch and I think I no father figure. Man, I figure I had less problems with men out here. Time to go and play mother and father. Why bother coming inside when you're ready was gonna arrive nine months later? I'm a damn nigga hold on my dog that she is royalty and bad bitch no longer being compliment now. When I ask my daughter, she a bad bitch. Simple reply, you incompetent, because I ain't nothing less than my daddy raised me to be royalty. El compadre has left. El lobo is here. Wolfman Omega is stepping up to the mic, dropping ink. See, I'm only as strong as my pack's weakest link. My pack is my responsibility. Never doubt my ability to drop anyone that they not feel and see. If you think that my quietness of late is a symbol, then look at my wrist. The answer is simple. Infinitely, I am an artist and my crew is my inspiration. I write out their pain and the trials that they are facing. See, I am, they are the reason I still think on my are the only reason for which I will unreach my rage because I used to be weak, flashing out seven, eight times a week. See, as a pack, we are only as strong as our weakest link. But if you begin to seek to mess with my circle, there will be my turn to turn you black and purple. I will rip out your organs and make you eat them gladly. Blood is what I want, and I want it badly. I will destroy any who comes into my territory. I will leave this mic war torn and gory. I will rip out every one of your nails and replace them with acid and when your blood hits the floor then I will have it poured into my cups until they are running over then I will mix it with boiling oil and begin to pour it over your own body until your skin blisters exothermic layers crying out to their sisters pain will be unbearable as your own adds to your agony and 
This is the consequence of thinking that fucking with my pack is a game. That's just warning shots I fired. My smoke signal in the dark. My burning pyre to anyone who thinks that it is their desire to be a wolf in sheep's clothing with the heart of a liar. Remember the names. Piranha, Bonnie, Legacy, Stitch, Monster. Yes, I want you to remember these because I have seen the end of time and it doesn't include any who thinks that they can twist the truth. See, I will push my fist through anyone who fucks with you. Yes, I am talking to my pack through the poetic words that are inspired by the spirit of divine ways. So if you don't understand, because every time I step up to the stage, I drop ink like lead with every pin stroke ringing in the ears of my victims. The blades I switch them. See, my anger is swift when someone steps up to any one person in my crew. See, fly, love for my pack, it shines through. I need you to take a second and, talk to, and stop and because I'm only as strong as my pack's weakest link. Wolfman Omega, team hungry, and eat. I just want to be loved. Held tight at night with your fingers caressing my skin. Heartbeat. Heartbeat begins to follow humming. Humming that sweet old melody in me. I want you to just understand my stolen sins and have no problems swimming within them. I want you to see my scars and tell me how beautiful they are and and tell me, even when my hair is nasty and I have sleep in my eye and I haven't brushed my teeth that I am beautiful and when I'm sick and cannot move, you cover me. Wrap me up like a baby and pat my head and tell me it'll be okay. I mean, I just want to be loved. Forget having money. I just want to be loved from my head to my toes to the tip of my nose, baby. I just want to be loved. But I understand that you're too busy sitting in that corrupted life of money to realize the green. I mean, the green that you're counting is not like the green that reflects in my eyes. And that money cannot see you the way I do. You're too busy counting dead presidents that can't even utter another thing to you other than what they left in their legacies. And you, you're too busy wondering when the next time you can get another dime in your pocket. And they're wondering about the so-called dime you have at home. You... You're too busy wondering and, and trying to and, and pondering to get that next Ponzi scheme that will make you get on top of the triangle. But what you realize is that the triangle is actually upside down. You'll forever be at the tip of the bottom. See, I'd rather be at the tip of the bottom with you. Us just dancing to our heart rhythms and be at the top of anything with you because you at the top, you don't know me. So, baby, I want you to take time to love me. Forget the greenness in your pocket and see the green that reflects in my eyes. And maybe then we can just have love. Lady Piranha, seem hungry and eat. Mr. Rocco. Mr. Rodriguez, how did you guys feel about this show tonight?
Star Father, Mr. Rodriguez, what did you guys feel about this show tonight? I am pleased. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mr. Rodriguez has just been dancing over here on this tabletop with this, this lamp on his head. I'm going to take some pictures of it on Instagram. That's what I'm going to do. That is exactly what I'm going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you. Please, you guys, have a self-safe ride home wherever you may be going. Do not drink and drive. And I thank you for coming to B-Station Radio. Present Cinco de Mayo. I am your more. And I have Mr. Rodriguez. Pedro and the Godfather, along with Luciano and all my other family, I'd like to say thank you, and you guys have a wonderful night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.